Hey guys, welcome back to, uh, what is this? Another episode of Talking with Andrew and Chris. I am Andrew. And I'm tired. <laughs> I'm really tired. He is really tired, I can attest to that. But yeah. it's only because we've been hard at work making episodes for y'all. Episodes with guests, episodes without guests, all of it. What did I just say? Episodes without guests? You didn't just say that. I, <laughs> But I did. But today is not one of those days. But but what, hold on. But what do you let's let's unpack this real quick. Oh, I did. Oh no, I didn't mean to start this now. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Okay. Well, we might have a couple episodes coming up where we don't have a third guest, and the third guest I would say is conversation. We do. Yeah. You know, it's funny. The show's called wow. Talking with Andrew and Chris, but we're always talking with somebody else. Damn. I mean, I know my doctor just gave me new antacids, but I didn't know they were that strong. Yeah, man. There's... Where have I been? <laughs> You've been here talking with me. I've just been hitting record and you didn't notice. Jeez. Well, you know, I, I want to get out of here and get a shamrock shake going. And, and, and also, not because it's just a seasonal delicacy, but because I think that the longer we stay on this intro, and if this was Tony Hawk, it'd be great because, like, you you know, you hold that, like, kickstand in the air on the top of the, uh, the half pipe and you're getting points. But really, we're just sort of taking away from how great of a conversation I think we had today. That's true. Today yeah. is a day where we have a guest and one of my favorite guests. We're talking to Corey from Prince Daddy and the Hyena. You know, it's funny. I don't even know his last name yet. We feel like best friends. I assumed his last name was Daddy. I think he's Prince Daddy, isn't he? Hmm. You know, we should have asked him about that. We're talking to the one and only Corey Daddy from Prince <laughs> from Prince Daddy and the Hyena. I know that's his last name. I feel it in my heart. I don't have to go verify. Imagine his whole last name was Daddy and the Hyena. Oh, wow. And his, his middle his name was His dad Prince. would be so much cooler then. Yeah, true. And Mr. his dad's already Mr. really cool, which you'll learn about in this episode. This is true. Now... Enough about the episode. I don't want to just. I don't want to give it away. But we do have a few things we, we got to cover here. True. Plus, even if we tried to tell them what this episode was about, I don't think it's about anything in particular other than talking. Yeah. And so, for all you Prince Daddy fans listening right now, hey, nice to meet you. We're hey. Andrew and Chris. We hope you stick around and and stay with the show. You know, we have yeah. other episodes with with bands like Broadside, Mike Fishkin of Adobe Radio, um, Hungover. So we we've been in the punk rock space. I know. I know we're just meeting for the first time, but you know, thank you for being here, and we hope you stick with. With us and you can find the show anywhere i mean you're, hell you're listening to it right now uh, yeah and i mean listen we will have Corey back if he wants to come back because we love him we will yeah we told him that too as you'll hear we love him and and so with that being said all you prince daddy fans which we know there are a lot of we get into that in this episode we make music and it's not necessarily like your typical kind of if you're into like what prince daddy does and that's like your main squeeze give it a chance because, this is a different squeeze yeah yeah like where i like to say we're like if the cure and Madonna had a baby, and it became best friends with the Killers growing up. Then they would listen to our band. Then they, yeah, like that's you know, because those are like a few of our like influences. Like we have like the pop side, and we have like the more like rock side. And so every song's a little different. But if you like it, you can find our band at the Stash, S T A S H, not Mustache. The joke's old. You're not the first to say it. Um, <laughs> I mean, we made the joke, so it's on us, I guess. It's on us. Yeah, I mean, you, we reap what we sow. Well said. Yeah. And and so with that being said, I mean, you can find us anywhere that matters. I'm talking Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yes. Spotify, Apple Music, the list goes on. We, and, we know all the typical culprits. And while you're on all those places, Apple Music, well, Apple Podcast, and Spotify, social medias, our show, Talking with Andrew and Chris, is on all those things. Social medias, at Talking Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Public Radio. We're all over the place. Yeah. And, and so that's at the stash NY, as in New York, for that handle. And it's also at Talking Podcast with no G. No G. So, again, thank you guys for being here. And we hope that you stick around with us because this might be a very new show, but it's, it's a growing show and we welcome you and, and we're happy to have you here. And so you guys are no stranger to this next tune. So I think it needs no introduction. It is an incredible track. Here is one of my favorite songs from Prince Daddy and the Hyena. Take 
going on, guys? We are back. Back, 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 back. So basically, we're just going to let everyone know right now that this is this is it. Now we're in it. We figured out we how to it. get episodes with guests, without guests. You know, it's, we start, it's, it's almost like the show is just called Talking. We started just talking. It's crazy. Yeah, we <laughs> dude, we actually just did an episode um, about like Michael Scott versus... Leslie Nope. And I guess more so about like Parks and Rec versus um, The Office. But yeah, but it, it turned into more of a personal battle between Steve Carell and Amy Poehler, I think. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it kind of turned into like more of a personal battle. So I think like a great way just to sort of like warm in and allude to like a future episode right now would be like, do you have an opinion on this, dude? Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, guys, I, we're sorry. talking I, to a guest I, I, today. I, 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 oh, whoops, oh, we forgot to me. mention sorry. you. Oh, sorry, man. You, you said you were... No, 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 it's totally chill. I'm, I'm my bad. Uh, we all um, just took a quick sip. We just... <laughs> it was so comfortable i totally forgot we had to introduce you <laughs> yeah man that's the thing about this show i think we create such a comfortable environment that i almost forget we're podcasting dude, so wait we're, we're what we're doing what wait chris you never told me you hit record dude oh true i guess that's what rolling means um it's called professionalism you should try it out andrew <laughs> um but but anyways guys the cat is out of the bag, or in this case, the hyena is out of the Sahara. <laughs> we are talking with Corey of Prince Daddy and the hyena. What yeah, is man. up, dude? Whoa. I'm chilling. Hell yeah. I'm chilling. Chilling. Yeah, I'm hanging out. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I like talking. Dude, so so do we, man. <laughs> I'm really glad you said that because that's what literally all we're going to do. Y'all do that too. Dude, we, we do. I, yeah. I, I can't Your sources vouch are true. to uh, how well we do it, but we're trying. And I guess that's all hey, you can really do. It doesn't matter if we're doing it well. What matters is we're doing it professionally. So True. And no, now you know what rolling means. So our show just went to a whole other echelon. I'm learning so what much today. What matters is that we're doing it. What right. matters is that we're doing it. And also, man, what matters is that you're here today chatting with us. Um, we know you've been running the podcast Gambit, the podcast 500 these past few circuit. weeks. Doing a circuit, baby. You're doing a circuit. So you know what we want to do? We want to sort of like, because I, first off, I wish I could be doing a shit ton of podcasts. That's why I made my own, because no one asked me to do it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Congrats for, uh, you know, being the guy that's getting asked to do all these podcasts. But we want to sort of give you a bit of a different experience. To be fair, but go on. Well, you (laughs) know, (laughs) it's a give and take, man. And uh, so with that being said, we, we, we want to offer you like a different podcast experience today, if we can. And we're going to try our damnedest to make that happen. True. So we're not going to ask you about the origins of Prince Daddy. You know what, man? My man. My man. We're, we're, <laughs> we're not even going to ask you about what instrument you play, even though it's guitar. Spoilers. And you there sing. And you write the songs. But we know all that already. Listen, what we want people, to know. The, the people that are here know that. So we okay, want to get like- to the juicy tidbits no one knows. Exactly. So we need to know right now. We're putting you in the hot seat. Are oh, you ready oh, to oh, answer oh. the question? The Office yes. or Parks and Rec and why? Um, this one is actually hard for me because I'm not really a sitcom guy at all. Ooh, hot take. All right, uh, then, then take, take us through hot that. Hot take in the hot seat. <laughs> Sitcom, sitcoms make me genuinely anxious for some reason. I know that's a crazy concept, but no, the, uh, the formulaic nature of, of a sitcom kind of uh, puts me in this weird zone. Not going to lie. Really? Like the See, only, this the is, only this po- is the best uh, answer you could have given us. It really yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> This is a very this is a, this is a really present thing in my life because obviously sitcoms are everywhere and all of your friends and loved ones love one sitcom or another. But like for some reason, like the um the the way that sitcoms are uh, structured, like and so, uh, yeah, they're just so structured that they get me in this weird headspace that I uh I I need a sitcom to be very like weird in order like very unformulaic in order to uh not get anxious. Like I like Community. Community is okay, sick. Okay. So yeah. is it is it like the laugh tracks? Is it the live audience? Is it uh, is it the runtime? Like if like no, for example, like uh, could you not sit down to watch an episode of Full House, but could you watch that two hour long episode where they go to Hawaii? <laughs> when they if, to if there were no stops. The shark? Um uh honestly like Full House, like there's shit that I grew can I swear? I'm sorry. Yeah, you can say whatever you Dude, want. Uh, fucking okay, say cool. what you want, man. Hell yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> There was a like obviously there's like there's stuff I grew up on like Fresh Prince and like uh, Full House and stuff like I definitely like could probably name I could probably like recognize any episode you describe of those just because like mm-hmm. I fell asleep the neck at night like True. as a kid George Lopez but, uh, yeah George Lopez you know like different shit like that but um 
I don't know what it is. It, it's just like uh, maybe it's the uh, the whole one camera thing, like the three wall, the the three wall formula, where it's like there's three walls, and then the 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 on the unseen wall is an audience of people. Just I guess makes me feel kind of Truman Show esque, if that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> no, that that that's true. I, I mean, I like that. I, I was yeah. at a live taping once of the uh, the Maury Show. Have you ever heard of that? Wait, hold on. I, uh, you have I've never been. told me I'm this before. That's far from a sitcom. Well, no, because but here's where I'm going with it. But you know about the Maury show, right? I do. I'm Maury Povich? Yeah. Maury Povich, yeah. Why have you never told me that you have been to the Maury show? Bro, we've been best friends for so long, and I'm learning this live <laughs> on the air. Dude, it's just like, that's the thing about any relationship. It, it constantly has to grow and unfold. Now, that is a different <laughs> podcast, but let me just go in. Yeah, we're going to be going. talking as soon as we're done recording. Yeah. I'll have All you right, know. That, that, that's fine with me. So it was a school trip, dude. Corey, just so you know, I did a little bit of film school, which I guess right is on. sort of why I try to relate things to film. So where we live in New York, you know, uh, Hartford, Connecticut, where they film Maury, they film uh, Jerry Springer. That's only like two hours away. So it's like a solid kill a day. Quick get question. Out of where do you live in New York? Uh, we live in a town called Poughkeepsie. Well, uh, area, the Poughkeepsie we're not that area. Far from each other. We're not that far from each other. Oh, really? Where Where are you guys? Based I, I'm in Albany. That's oh, what I thought, dude. but I wasn't too sure. Oh, that's nice. not far, like at all. That's like less than two hours, I think. Right? That's like closer yeah, that's than like Hartford, 15, Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Damn, hell yeah, cool. bro. Okay. Small world. Well, That's story. awesome. Yeah. So next time you're on this podcast, you got to drive down I'll here. In person. And, yeah, because yes. we're, we're getting cameras soon. So. That's a hell little yeah, insider baby. baseball. But talking and looking. Yeah, talking and looking. And so with that being said, man, the basically they had the typical three wall setup and there was like all those camera rows, like you were saying. But the thing that was really like just sad is that there's a dude whose whole career in the film industry is to hype the fucking crowd up in between those commercial breaks. Who wants a t-shirt? You want a t-shirt? That's kind of sick, right? You got to laugh hard. Like, And it was so weird, dude. And he's like, all right. Look under next- your chair. There's a car. Dude, exactly, man. Everybody gets a key to a car. It's one car. You have to fight to the death to use it. And and I was just like, damn, like this is, I mean, I already knew it was fabricated, but like mm-hmm. all the people that come on, they're like acting a story that actually happens. So, like these normal people present like this, like dr- dramatic, like, you know, like whatever. So, like, like my boyfriend cheated on me and they're like, okay, but can you be a bit more angry about it? Exactly. So Wait, it is a little. You, I'm sorry. Can you? Uh, did you say it 100% is fabricated? Is that what yes. you were saying? That's what they told us. At least for the one taping we were at, they were like, so just so you guys know, That's these so are actors. So if it gets intense, just know they are acting. Yes, this story actually happened, but we have these people reenacting it because like they got nervous about having like normal people on camera i guess with the Dude, like that's really so. interesting actually well, I, i've wondered stories that are real life. but the people are fake yeah and not, i'm not saying all shows are like that like i think right. dr phil probably is genuine but like yeah, at yeah. least no, for that dude, studio yeah, but i think I, I think it's more just the maury's and the jerry springers where people like fight each other and right, they're like that's exactly. you man that's my mm-hmm. baby because there's a baby and the reason they explained it to us was because like the liability you can't have someone pummeling someone's face in on yeah. set like that's that's yeah. not good when for you're, anyone when that's not actually and you're not going to a boxing match and you see people box you're like should i call the police right, right. right. so right. so i can understand a that's bit of really your yeah man it was it kind of blew my mind it's definitely i learned that's not the type of if i was to take that route still that wasn't the type of filmmaking i wanted to do but like i can understand your sort of like you know apprehension I, I, apprehension thank you that's why yeah, you're there's my... no there's no like uh it's not like 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 theoretically I don't hate them it's just like if someone puts on like King of Queens or something it's like for some reason I get in this like head zone where it's just like I don't know like I just like I get like a little panicky like it's it's really weird it's a weird complex it's a weird complex to have listen I know that you only brought up King of Queens as an example but I think that King of Queens is a funny example to bring up because the dad on that show stressed me out all the time oh yeah yeah Um, Ben Stiller's father yeah I was like this dude needs to chill out oh right he was always going balls to the walls (laughs) like like it's always like he says anything and then he talks like this and I'm like bro (laughs) I know that's your thing but relax I did like that show Um, I, I grew up I see I grew up with all these shows my house so yeah, i guess same. i never really had yeah, a no, choice probably. to not like i was one of those kids that got home from school before my parents got home from work so it was literally just tv until they got home no i feel you and i feel i hope i'm not coming across as like dissing those shows because like i definitely oh, no. like like at face value there's nothing i hate about those shows like i'm not like someone who's like above sitcoms or anything like it, it's strictly because of of uh this little complex i have with them no that's like, I, yeah, it's it's weird. It's really weird. Well, I, I get it. So I gotta ask, what 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 do you like when you sit down to watch something? Him. Like like what 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 floats your boat, dude? I mean, I actually am like a big like television and film nerd. Like that that's okay. like kind of my that's my second passion. But it's usually in Same. the form of like uh 
horror and sci-fi. That's my that's my go-to. All right, all right. Nice. What are you working on right now? Working on? I don't really have anything that I'm working. Oh, do you mean working on like getting through as far as television? Yeah, like getting through. You oh, know. okay, okay. I thought you, I thought you meant like working on. No, like, it's as, sorry. No, as, it, as, it must be a listen, Southern New York thing. Properly, properly watching a show <laughs> makes, is no, work. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it is. That's being productive for sure. Um, uh, what am I working on? Um, I just finished a rewatch of they they released the last season so I rewatched this is not horror or sci-fi actually now that I think about it but <laughs> this is what this is what I was working on they they released the last season so I rewatched all of BoJack Horseman and I think that show's pretty genius uh yeah 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 I've seen the yeah. first I want to say two seasons whichever Honestly, season ends with him in like almost hooking up with that person's daughter or something was the last that's season. the end of season two I think I think yeah, okay. the then I watched two. a couple episodes of the next season as well didn't hate it definitely yeah. think it's dope yeah I have I think there's I have one more season to go. I do think it's it's really great. I haven't watched the final season. Um, I am a big Will Arnett fan. But uh, oh, Will Arnett's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. Have you seen his show Flaked by Chance? It's a Netflix original series that only ran for two seasons. About, uh, it's called Flaked, uh, starring Flaked. Will Arnett. He wrote it as well and produced it and stuff. It's like his passion I'm project. I'm not sure I ever heard of it, honestly. Are you a fan of like dark? I, I, so my favorite type of filmmaking I found is the dramedy, sort of like Ricky Gervais's new show Afterlife, or um, there's this. Oh, you, you got to check it out, man. It's basically like it's the jokes are funny if you sort of can get past how heartbreaking what's happening to this character is and realize That's that like, Bojack as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah, true. It's like yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. Only if, like if there were no jokes, Bojack would be the most depressing show. Ever. Oh, I mean, it kind of already is. <laughs> it kind of is. But because it's cartoons and animals and funny, then you're like, oh, OK, I'm not There's that some sad. Relief. Right. I, I think you'd like the show Flaked, man. The cinematography is beautiful. It's it's a quick right it's a quick watch. It got it unfortunately didn't get renewed. I don't think it had the best um, the best views on Netflix. I don't even know how they do that because they don't release the numbers. But well, I mean they have the no well they just actually not... put out a thing where they're redoing how they count a view. It used to be I think you had to watch like eighty percent of whatever you were watching for it to count as a view. But now they're doing if oh, you shit. watch it for at least two minutes. That's it, because then it's because then they're thinking like, oh, okay, that's a conscious choice to put it on and watch it for two whole minutes. I don't think that's fair blah, because blah, blah. sometimes stuff automatically plays after Netflix ends, doesn't it? Yes, but then so after a while, but Netflix then after a while, original, it'll so it'll also that's ask you like, are you still watching this or something? But apparently, this is just so they can like fluff their numbers up to be comparable with everything else and then they're going to start right. releasing numbers because this because is like the first time they've ever talked about numbers yeah yeah it's just like hey we're redoing how we count views i feel like that's mad rigged because i feel like the stuff oh, that auto that, that auto plays after you watch something is always a netflix original no matter what yep yeah so that, that, 100%. that is like a hundred percent like that is like when you think of like the evil corporation you know what i'm saying <laughs> right like that is like they are they are doing their duty as the evil right. corporation well, you know to be fair though i feel like if i had my own streaming service and i had all these great shows everybody loved on in movies and then i was also making my own shows and movies i'd want to be like hey by the way i'm making um, some cool stuff too dude Granted, i would be the evil different corporation because... in a second oh yeah i would i would take the opportunity <laughs> to be evil corporation in a literal second yeah, cool. let's I'll sign start, that contract you right start now. One? Verbal contract, I'm in. Yes, I'm let's, in. let's start an evil corporation. <laughs> no, but in, in, in all seriousness, man. Uh, seriousness, man. Uh, so I'm gonna like pry a little bit, and if you don't want to answer this question, that's fine. No, it's but fine. it's you it's can just hang up if you want. It's, it's, I'm in the zone right now. It's because I want to sort of like take this information and dissect this because even though we're being a little like goofy right now, I kind of like want to get your take on this. Yeah. So like, it seems like you guys are doing pretty well. You guys have like a nice amount of like you know monthly listeners on Spotify. The shows are popping Sorry. off. We we know that. We know that. So are you <laughs> like? And if you don't want to answer this, that's fine. We'll cut it out. But are you like sustaining a living off of music? Like we know you're not like a millionaire or anything like that. But are you like? Is this like your main income now? I have an answer for this. I do. I. I. I all right. On record. Yes. I. I, I have an answer. Um. Cool. Okay. So I'm kind. Of, we're kind of literally like at the exact position in our career where we are like literally on the rope walking between yes and no. The answer between yes and no to that question. In, in the sense that um, none of us have jobs. None of us have, like, our, our current income is Prince Daddy. Yes, 100%. I think I, I, our new bassist has a job, but that's just because they just joined, like, in the past month. But, uh, like, None of us have jobs, so in that sense, we are eating. We we are feeding ourselves on like tour money and Spotify money and stuff like that. But I can't one hundred percent say yes. We are self sustainable as Prince Daddy because at the same time, all of us are 
young and live with our parents still. So we are not paying rent. So it's hard to say, yes, we are fully sustainable when, when us being sustainable, the bar, the, our bars are a lot lower because we are fortunate enough to have uh, supportive parents who um, have dealt with us this long, you know? But I feel like, I mean, like maybe it's possible that we would be sustainable even without living with our parents right now, but it's hard to say because we do. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we're just walking that line. Like maybe like after this upcoming tour, maybe we will be completely self-sustainable as Prince Daddy. But right now I feel like we are like just making it by living off Prince Daddy money, if that makes sense. Is that a good answer? That's a great answer. Um, so okay, cool. how old are you by, by a chance? Uh, I'm 23. I'm turning 24 in like two weeks. Okay, cool. Nice. I'm I'm turning 26 in a few weeks. Andrew's 26. Right we're we're also in a band, and uh, we're we're definitely a, a few steps behind you. Um, we've been I through. I keep telling I keep telling all these podcasts that I live with my parents, and I'm not sure whether to be embarrassed or not. Dude, listen. <laughs> here's the thing. I, I think so, it all I think it all depends on the reason, because some people are just lazy, and some people see that living at just, home is so lucrative. Yeah, it's I, just I, it's literally the most like like. Why wouldn't I take advantage of this option while exactly. I'm here? Why, why, I, I, I'm, li- I'm literally home three months a year. Why, w- why would I pay rent for exactly. 12 months when I'm only home three months? You know what I I'm saying? I wish That's crazy. I didn't have to move out of my dad's house. Yeah. Like, obviously, <laughs> in the next like, couple of years, I, I, will, I will be gone and, and I will be happy to have my own home. But, like, I feel like right now, like, to, to, to not take advantage of, of my great parents who, like, support every move I make, it would be very stupid of me. Dude, you're only 23 first off. And so here's right. where I, here's where I was going with all this. I'm going to take a little side road and then I'm going to get back to the original question. Andrew yeah. and I, we're actually in a band right now. It's called The Stash. We make like sort of like... Um, stash? Ki- the Stash. Yeah, I'll send it to you after this if you feel like checking Please, it dude, out. I would love it's, to listen. It's like Killers meets like... We have some electronic dude. elements, like some like synth wavy type shit. Um, but it's, it's more like uh, like the pop rock right type now. stuff. Um, <laughs> but um, so, so basically like, you know, I was on a hardcore band when I was in 19. We signed to Victory Records. It failed. We got dropped from the label. It, it did not go cool, the way we wanted it to, and that was fine because that was a huge learning experience. We also just wrapped up like a small distro deal with the label, Andrew and I, with our band. Didn't go as far as we wanted, but we definitely learned a lot. And the one thing that I think got me through this and is allowing me to keep going and pursue this creative, artistic endeavor is the fact that, just like you, I'm still at home with my parents, and they're totally supportive behind it. They tell right. me, like, you know, you just got to learn how to pick yourself up off your feet and take these experiences that didn't quite go the way you wanted them to and learn from them and as long as you do that we have no problem in like investing in you and like keeping this going because we can see how much you want it so yeah dude there's there's nothing about that that i think is embarrassing at all because you guys are working super hard man exactly because your parents your parents could literally just be like hey um you don't have a job and all you're doing is this band and we don't like that so get the heck out of our house right Right, they and, have every right, right to yeah, do absolutely. that. Yeah, I mean I, that would be that would be a pretty normal reaction, you know. But pretty, the fact that I do normal. have supportive parents, I feel like is like, like I, I'm lucky not, to have this. Why yeah. would I take? Why, why would I not take advantage of, of this of this huge luxury I have? Like mm-hmm. with my parents, like like my dad is like, my dad is the reason Prince Daddy is a band. Like like we we are a band because like my dad paid for our first shirts on our first tour you know my dad bought me my first guitar when i was 13 my dad bought me green day's greatest hits like as my first cd was international super hit your first cd ever yeah hell yeah yeah. mine was american idiot and then like a few months later i went out and got the super hits (laughs) (laughs) with with international the 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 video the 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 dvd too it had uh all the music videos on it too he got me that for uh christmas one year and that was my first cd ever and it was like (laughs) yeah no he does he definitely does he is like I mean, he's also the person who, like, I was telling you before we started recording, like, I threw shows at my house for, like, three or four years before we started uh, Prince Daddy. And, like, he literally suggested it. Like, that wasn't my idea. That was his idea. Like, he was like, yo, Corey, we should get, like, some, Dude, uh, some, some of your pants here. And your, I was like... Your dad Dude. might be from another planet or something. I've never he heard is, of a dad that's this like, cool. Yeah, for real. Honestly, like, my dad's cool, but, like, he's not throw like why don't you throw shows in our house cool? consistently like consistently. maybe one or two shows yeah. i ever threw yeah <laughs> my dad That's is cool, like the man. kind of person where like like i have all my like homies who come through like they usually crash at my house <clears throat> and like like I, like my tour friends and stuff <clears throat> and i feel like my dad is like kind of that like 
urban legend to like oh John Gregory. Like I can't wait. I can't wait to see John Gregory tonight. Like people like yep. follow him on Instagram and shit to see like dude we the stupid antics he's up to because he's like just he's cool as fuck. Like he's just really fucking cool. Honestly, like I'm really grateful to have my father. Dude, there are some cool dads out there. We've met a couple cool dads. Yeah, Austin's got a pretty cool dad. He's the guitarist of our band. And uh, there's a uh, shout out to to John Stevens and Bath PA. Your dad's pretty cool. Hey, too. John dads. We John got dads, dude. There you go, man. <laughs> Something special about a John dad. So, so yeah, my dude. dad would like show me, like, yo, you hear the new Menzinger song? Like, you hear the new Psychic song? <laughs> oh like, hell yeah! Wow, you got a punk rock first. dad. Yeah, no, he is punk as fuck. Dude. That's he awesome, is, like, dude. Damn. Yeah, absolutely. So, hundred percent. So yeah, man. Like, there's, there's not like, dude. We're all. Here's the thing. As long as I think if you are appreciative of it, which I am, and it seems like you are, and and you yeah, understand your situation and you you see it as a blessing i think that that is totally fine because right. as long as you're like working hard and you guys are yeah. and we're working hard exactly. so so i get it man so the reason why i asked you all that and thank you so much for being like super open and honest because like, you didn't have to answer that like that's a personal question but it's because yeah. like do you think i want to take it back to the the first start of this podcast the netflix conversation it sort of seems like they're adopting that spotify business model where it's like what is it like 10 seconds of a song counts as a full play how do you feel about that? Yeah, because I you, because so I ask you that because you guys are making, you know, sustainable money off of off of Spotify. At least not maybe not personal income, but the band is is being funded off Spotify and touring and all that. So that's right. a part of it. So does that like, mm-hmm. what if someone falls asleep with your album on? You know what I mean? Like you're getting paid, but but are they actually listening to the track? Like how how do you feel about all that? Because that really that this um, shit is what I love to really dissect. You know, I mean that specific. Uh, I mean that that's a big question, but that specific right. question you just asked that towards the end, like someone falling asleep to the record. I mean, a it's making me money. B like they chose to put on that record. You know, it's not it's not mm-hmm. like they're like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna put on this record. I don't care about to fall asleep. Like they chose to put on our record, so I don't feel like that's like insulting at all. Like I feel, mm-hmm, I feel yeah. that's that that's still flattering to me that 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 like you could have chosen literally a million other records to fall asleep to, and you chose Cosmic Hill Seekers. Like that's right. that, that's that's still flattering I, uh, to me. I just looked it up and it says Spotify classifies a single stream of a song when it has been listened to for 30 seconds or more. Okay, I was a little wrong. If you restart the song, whether by having it on repeat or clicking it again, it will count as another play after 30 seconds have been listened to again. Damn, so you can just pad listens by just hitting a song, waiting 30 seconds, hitting it again, and just keep doing that. Next, 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 next. Yeah, true. All right, well, I know what I'm doing tonight. (laughs) <laughs> the stashes monthly listeners are about to go way up but, but like you know i'm just sort of like do, do you feel that like you should be getting more for your music or do you, or like because like if we look at the bands that came before us right like if someone even, asked me this yeah. at a show recently there was there was a really nice person who came up to me at the merch table and like i think they had uh they were starting a um a new app that was like i forget what the app was for but they had a lot of questions for me as as an artist and um, just to, to to learn, I guess honestly, it was it was a good conversation. But um, they were asking that same question, like, do you do you think you deserve more? Like, do you think you're you're earning what you're worth on on streaming services and stuff like that? And I think they were trying to get out of me, like, no, I need more. But like, it's very possible. It's very possible that like maybe yes. Like, if we're truly speaking, like mathematically like if we, if we were to calculate it maybe like we are worth more money than we're receiving but it's so hard for me to complain when i'm like sitting on a couch making hundreds of dollars from people listening to music right. on spotify you know what right. i'm saying like right. like may- maybe realistically like there is like i like if you were to somehow crunch the numbers and figure out an algorithm or something maybe right. i these songs are worth more than i'm getting paid for but it's so it feel it feels wrong of me to be the one complaining when like I don't have a fucking job like I like, <laughs> I, 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 I I could be sitting watching BoJack making like hundreds of dollars like like it's it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel right of me to complain but also at the same time that's like after that conversation was over I texted Jake our manager the counterintuitive guy being like yo I just had the most unpunk conversation of all time <laughs> i was like i just i just defended spotify giving me a little amount of money like Whoa. who am i becoming right now yeah like, <laughs> well like, i could argue that with- it is pretty punk to argue against making a lot of money <laughs> one could argue that but it's true. just like, like it's just like i feel like someone asked brett Favre once like 
Like, do you do you feel like someone asked him, or do you know someone asked? Him? I don't know. I know. Okay, he, so I know the like answer it. he gave. But so Corey, I don't he feels how. like someone might have asked him this. Andrew, please continue. Dude, <laughs> what are you doing right now? Sorry, man, I'm, trying, <laughs> I'm bro, just bro, trying chill. to talk. Bro, chill, bro. Anyway, just like you said, like yeah. On the one hand, maybe technically, if you only look at it like data wise, maybe technically, yeah, I should be making more than whatever, like five percent or whatever it is, because it's my song what have you but you know like brett Favre is like i would play football tomorrow even if they didn't pay me because i love playing football so it's crazy so it's like you would do this for free and they still pay you so someone's like shouldn't you be making more money you're like i can't believe i'm making money on music at At all all. exactly that's exactly it so it's like like honestly to to answer that girl's question at the show like yeah like maybe these songs like based on the fact that like this one song has like a million listens i should have more money sure but like I am making money doing something that I would pay for, which is crazy to me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so for me to be blessing. complaining just seems like just it's for me to be like complaining and like talking shit about a system like that, even though it might be a little rigged. Just I, I don't feel comfortable doing it just because like I mean not that I don't feel comfortable. I just don't like I don't even feel the need to because it's just like where the fuck would I be if this didn't exist at all? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny that like you look at celebrities and stuff and you see like like really successful actors and musicians or whatever you're like oh well yeah obviously everyone would want to like make money or be an actor because like you make so much money doing it and it's like well i mean yeah when you get to like the highest point but (laughs) yeah yeah they weren't like oh you know what how do i make the most money i should just write good songs like oh if it was that easy everybody would be writing smash hits every day (laughs) right and sure there are people who do write smash hits every day as that's their job but they're few and far between, and Max Martin is from space. Like, prove right. me wrong. <laughs> no, you know, there's no proving you're wrong because you're right. Thank you. Yeah, and you know, we, what's also interesting about like that actor analogy is like there's different like leagues. Like, there are amazing right. actors who just get locked into the Shakespeare circuit. Mm-hmm. They obviously mm-hmm. want to do television and movies, but like, the money's good. It's not the best, but it's good. Like they're making their living off of being an actor. Right. And and so to take that risk to jump out of that and try like maybe indie films and then you get promoted to like, you know, like a smaller studio, like an A24 mm-hmm. or a Blumhouse, like that's a risk. Right. And then once you like, you know, once you leave that company, that theater company, there's no getting back into it sometimes. They might fill that spot and they might not have, you know, mm-hmm. room for a good I mean, old I feel Horatio. Like a good so. example of that is like, I feel like ever since like twilight like robert pattinson has been like going down the in the, the a24 route a lot uh, like you, I, you know I, a24 yeah. bro? he's trying he's trying to get Dude, out of I, the heartthrob yeah, shit yeah Amen. and i feel i feel like i honestly like it which it's crazy because like i never thought twice about twilight like i never i never i never even like considered it as like it was never something i even put thought into you know it was just something that right. existed in my life but now it's like i watch like good time where i watch lighthouse and i'm like mm-hmm. rob he's kind of like one of the best actors i've ever seen on film he's kind of he's kind of amazing and like i feel you can't like, blame him for remember me okay like that was just a bad movie i don't know that movie actually don't What's keep it that me? way keep it that way. <laughs> i don't know it either so i think I'll, I'll trust andrew on this one keep it that way but but now, dude, I, I totally feel you on that because it's it's sort of like with music and stuff like that like that's why i always get baffled when people are like you know i remember when the killers put out humans for as much acclaim that they got like critically that song was is not humans the one that are we dancers that song yep 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 yeah it, it was yeah. It, i just remember it not really being like well received people were like yo they sold out like this is this is pop what the fuck they're not That's like that rock bullshit response to a, a killer know. song they've been pop since the, <laughs> every right. song they ever released a pop song right Shut and so oh man we triggered him it, no but dude <laughs> yeah, i feel no, the same exactly i hate like it's like how are you going to call like a band like even a band like like even a punk band like like I don't know, do y'all like Joyce Manor? Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean I'm not like over the moon about them, but I do listen to a few albums here and there. Yeah. Like even like a punk band like that, like when they released Cody, there's that's like kind of like a power pop record, and like people like saying like, oh, they sold out. It's like, dude, they've been writing like bubblegum pop songs forever. You're just kind of too stupid to notice. Yeah, you know like what heart, I'm saying? heart tattoo. Like, yeah, like that's a pop song. That, that is, is a, a pop, song. pop song. It's, it's got great. that rough that Alpha. rough grit. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's it, like it's it's played with like distorted guitars and stuff, sure, but like that's a pop song, you know? Yeah, you get it, dude. And, like, I I hate when people are saying like, like ah, dude. If like, it was shit. as if it was as easy as just like writing pop music and then like people just hand you money to make more pop music, like 
Why would you be amazing? So again, this is why I love, this is why I love sort of meshing all the distant art, all the different artistic forms that I really enjoy. Because like, you know, you talked about being sort of off put by formulas in the beginning of this, this podcast, like when we were talking about like sitcoms and stuff. So with that being said, like I've listened to your albums, you know, not every song, but like there is a structure to your music. So, so I want to ask you like as an artist, like why does one structure work in that medium, but in the other, it's like off putting to you because everyone sort of is just, unless you're like a prog band like fucking dream theater like you're trying to fit you're trying to fit like a formula because you have to sell it it has to be a product yeah. so you were talking about like that unpunk un- unpunk conversation with your manager but like you got to think how you have to like blend the businessman and the artist at some point in your career you know so i know that was a lot but like if you want to sort of unpack that for us i'm very curious about that i don't know if i don't think i let the business side of it come through when the the artistry is is happening i don't think I, I like to think i don't like when i'm writing songs or like when i'm writing a record i don't think i have um the i think i have self-awareness as far as what i'm proud of what i would love in a record what i would love in a song what i would be what i'm going to be proud of in five years but i don't think i am conscious of like what will a Prince Daddy fan think of this? If that makes any sense, like I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, um, I don't know. I guess in my like, there definitely is a formula. I'm not trying to like, I'm definitely, I'm not trying to say like you're wrong that Prince Daddy has a formula to their songs. There definitely is, but in my head, that formula is just organic. It's not calculated. Like it is a formula, but it, it, it was, it's, it just, it's just naturally the formula that, like the, the path that, the trajectory that my brain will take when writing a song or an album, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't really feel like a formula if there's no like mathematical equation to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, I think I get it. I think it's because like, and correct me if I'm wrong with like the formula that the sitcom has, it's kind of like the formula exists beforehand where it's like, all right, you've got your three cameras, you've got your five characters and now we just fit our details into that structure. And with yours, it's more like you're just writing songs and they just kind of happen to fit they fall into, into this. Place. Yeah, they exactly. fall where they're supposed to be, and then exactly it just it. because there's already a structure there. Right. There's like it's, it's not even like a written structure. It's just like right. my brain. My brain is wired a certain way because I've mm-hmm. lived this life and had this experience, and I am this specific human. You know what I'm saying? So like, yes, my brain is wired a very specific way, but like, there's no like I can't. You're not. You're not it. trying to do the same thing over and over again. It's just what right. you do. Exactly. Exactly. You. And and you know what? That comes across because like if you look at like, you know, your song Lauren, right? Like that Yep. It doesn't really have like you know. I mean, yes, it has the elements of like the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, but mm-hmm. it's yep. it's a little it's a little abstract in that nature. And and but then there are sure. other songs on like Cosmic Thrill Seekers that sort of follow that. Like you know, we've seen it with Menzingers, and then before them MXPX, and then before them fucking uh, go all the way back to like Scream, and like even the old DC Punk. But you know what I'm saying? Like where this all right. stems from. So yeah. Uh, but like in any scene, in any formulaic like scene, there's like a that's why it's a scene. It's a culmination of like-minded musicians creating the right. same thing. So I, I right. always wonder. I always wonder about that. Like when people get to like sort of like your level, where it's like just starting to like really be like you know stand on its own legs and and have like the sustainability now associated with it. I always wonder if like if there's a a fear there that like hey if we do something a little different, maybe like we won't be able to take this to that like let's just say Menzingers have come up a few times level or like that Joyce yeah. Manor level, you know. Yep. So I, I always wonder how people. Battle that because you hear about like the sophomore slump you know what i'm saying and i know you guys are yes. past that but i feel like that mentality doesn't ever really go away and i'd love to know what you no, think about that it's it's definitely a thing like like even even writing cosmic those seekers like there was never ever ever a point when i was writing that record where i let outside influence affect writing it but the outside influence like it's impo- like it, to say it's not there would be a lie, you know. Like not, not the outside influence, but the outside, uh, like, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like, like the f- inspiration or something. Um, pressure maybe or pressure. Yeah, yeah, that, that's okay. a perfect word. The, the, the pressure, the pressure is like it's like it's not. It doesn't have any effect on the songs, but it's it exists. I just put it aside. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like. Would this song do better if I added a third chorus? Sure. Would I like this song more with a third chorus? No. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the pressure is there and I'm aware. I feel like I'm self-aware enough to know like what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. But I feel like I kind of try to bypass that and just even if I'm doing something wrong, if it's um, 
true to what I want, then I feel like I will be stubborn and, uh, yeah, if that makes <laughs> as, any sense. As long as it's yeah. genuine. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, genuine is a word for it, but also just, like, something, like... I mean, it just feels that, right, like, right? That feels right and organic or and, like... Doing and, it like, for just, you like, and not doing it for them. Yeah, just, like, something that, like, I would... I just want to make sure that, like, in five years, I'll still be proud of this and not be embarrassed of it, you know? Right, yeah. totally. That you were like, yeah, I did that because I wanted to do that. It wasn't right. just like, a, at that time, this style of music was big, so I wrote a song that sounded like that right. or something, right? I, I, my most important thing is, like, five years into the future, I feel like, is, is what I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking about, like, when this drops, what are people going to think? What I'm thinking when I write a song is, like, in five years when I look back on this song, what am I going to think? That that That's my measurement of, like, how proud I am of a song. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That, I, think, I think that that sort of is is the reason why you guys have sort of uh, you know you guys are it seems to consistently be growing and and sort of evolving and becoming like something bigger than i mean what did you think when you first started the band like did you think you would be at this point because you know like no. to to imagine this right i mean it's uh, no no it, yeah i mean this is like uh, I, I, right now currently like even if we never get bigger and never make an extra like we we make the same amount of money for the rest of our lives on Prince Daddy. Like this is still like the dream come true. Like th- like for me to be like asking for more would be me being selfish because I feel like we're already at a point that was beyond any expectations I've I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. And and that's that's uh, it shows, dude. I think it shows. And just talking to you, right man, on. Like I, I, you know, you never know what to expect, especially when you talk to someone who's like blowing up and stuff. And you know, not that we've ever been hit with an ego yet on this show, but there's certainly been some harder episodes to get through than others. So, mm-hmm. but but you, sure. yeah, dude, I, I definitely I get that. I get that in your nature. Now, before yeah. before we let you go here, man, um, you know, yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. is the show about music and stuff, and and I'd be remiss to yep. ask you like, what what are you listening to lately? Like, you know, like I, I'm curious to see like what what inspires you and like what what is you sort of like on your radar and all that. Um. Well, I guess I have two separate groups of answers. I have like the what inspires me and I have the what's on my radar as far as like current bands like I want to know peers, the and, and the bands stuff. in my circle. Yeah, the current stuff is that what you want to hear? Uh that's what I want to know. I'm sure okay. I want to know what inspires you. So, yeah, take sure it away. Okay. Well, I mean, well, first <laughs> before before I before I go into this, I want to make it clear that the current stuff, the like the stuff that runs in the circle still inspires me. I just kind of separate them of as like like I'm not gonna compare like, I don't know, like Oso Oso to like, uh, Green Day, sma- Smashing Pumpkins or Green Day or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. Those are it's it's kind of just not fair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're so, with you on this one, man. I'm sure as okay. all. Yeah, we we have so the same shit. You going get on, it. So. We get it. So what are you listening um, to? <laughs> it's like as far as like straight up like, what are some like monumental albums that I'm like really like fucking with right now? I'm really I'm like I said I'm getting into the pumpkin I'm getting into Smashing Pumpkins a lot I'm getting into the Cure a lot. Oh, you're speaking into, my language, man. Yes, yes, yes. There's this band called Granddaddy that I discovered that I think is like the coolest band of all time. Um, uh, I I just recently re- like rekindled my love for the Strokes. Nice, because okay. yeah. of the new song like, that just came. They, out. Come, come down, machine they, is still a bop. I love it. I, you, I mean, they they do they you were like the new song. I love it. I love everything they ever released. Uh, they, they were one of the bands that, like, them, Weezer, Green Day are, like, the songs I learned to play guitar on. Huh, nice. I can but, see like, that. I can are, see that, Those yeah. are three solid ones to start on. But I kind of fell off. Uh, not even fell off. I just, like, just gravitated away from it. And But recently, me and my buddy Lewis went to see them on New Year's, and I, uh, I was just like, holy shit, like, this band actually still fucking rocks. And, and I've been listening to them a lot. Uh, they've been a big inspiration. So yeah, those are like the big like you know legacy acts that I that I fuck I with. I mean, look, as dude, far as... Retilia was in the bass version of Guitar Hero Three and yes, the bass version of Rock Band. So if it was in both of those that came out basically it at the had... same time, that song's amazing. Legendary, yes, yeah, legendary. Absolutely. Now before we uh, jump to like you know like what the like the super inspiring shit like with the Cure, are you listening to an album called The Head on the Door? Uh, Head on the Door and Disintegration are my two records right now. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yep, I started yeah, there yeah. as well. I, I I would have to recommend their uh, their 1992 classic Wish. That album, I think, you got to go ahead, Chris. We has, get it. You like old Friday music. Yes, it does. But, th- but the deep cuts, <laughs> I, I've man. The deep cuts. I've, listened, I've listened to that one like a time or two, but I feel like the albums... I, I'm like I'm definitely like an album listener rather than a song listener. Mm-hmm. And I uh, the Disintegration and Head on the Door are the two records that I like have been putting on like if I go for a run or something. But um Yep, yep. I, I definitely have listened to that one probably like 
once or twice. I don't remember it that well, but I, I obviously love that song. But I will check it out yeah. now that you bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it's it, it's it's not as, I think, accessible as an album at first. But I think now that you're like getting to know them and stuff, the deep cuts, right. like it's not as good a disintegration or head on the door, but it's still a fucking a cure record. You know what I'm right saying? Right on. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. they got a lot of records. So there are some that I don't personally like. We don't have to get into that right now. But, right. you know. Um, right. Yeah, so I guess like what what are like what were on the, the super inspiring albums, right? Like the ones that as a well, kid made oh, you want to. Those were, I feel like those were the ones that, I, like as far as like Legacy Acts, those okay, were cool. the ones. Makes sense. Right now, I. I I feel like the other half of that question was like, what, what's shit. in your like ra- release radar? Oh, current, like, current, like yeah. current, yeah, current bands. Um, Strange Rangers, like my favorite band. Uh, I love Strange Ranger. Ranger. Yeah, you ever heard of them? They're like on Tiny Engine. They, they're listen. They released a record last year that was my that was like my number two probably. Okay, yeah. I'll save it right now. I've never heard of that, yeah. but I you know Strange I trust your Ranger, opinion. That's like uh, one of my favorite bands. Oh, so, so he, he's like my, one of my favorite songwriters ever. Uh, Maxiel. I don't know if you ever heard of that band. No, they re- I can't say I have. They, um, they released a record last year. That's amazing. There's a band called Great Grandpa that released a record last year. That was amazing. Uh, Love that name, by the way. Great Grandpa. Yeah, it's a great band. Yeah, he, he is a pretty great grandpa. <laughs> and there, our drummer's other band, Pictures of Vernon, has a record coming out in a couple months in April sometime that is really incredible. Whoa, dude, we, we didn't say you could plug other stuff, man. Now we got to cut this <laughs> out. Now we have to, now we have to get your drummer onto an episode now too. You just look what you did. Yeah, man. No, that's cool though. <laughs> Everyone check out uh, the pictures of Werner record. When's that coming out? Plug, plug your drummers, other band. I think, I think it's April, like April 10th or something like that. The first single comes out around that time. At least I think, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I, I, the beginning of April. That's all we need to know. Yeah. So sometime in April, pictures of Vernon is dropping their LP and it is really good. They cool. recorded at my house. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah, Corey. Um, we know you've been running the podcast gambit, the podcast 500, <laughs> the podcast triathlon. So we don't want to keep... I counted. I it. It's, it's, it's 36 and seven days. Ooh, wow. boy. So we're number 36. And and you say you don't no, you have a job. No, you want 36. No, you're not 36, but I have more scheduled for the upcoming days and after this. Whoa. You're you're like you're like 17 or something. Yeah, but like this one's the best <laughs> one, right? Oh, no question. No question about it. No question. Cool. We're putting, that, we're putting that quote on the website. And will you say the same thing off air? Yes. Okay, we got that on air. No, I'm just fucking with you, man. But seriously, dude, this this was cool. We don't normally do like the more relaxed conversations, but I think we're gonna. This was like the most yeah, this, fun. This was I think right I've had. this was way more Hell fun yes. on this I show. I love to hear that. Love so to hear it. We do have one sort of like set thing we do. It's true. And, I, I and, think you're gonna like this one. And okay. I know you're gonna be mad at me. You're gonna say, God damn it, Chris. Why <laughs> Okay. didn't you Let's tell me about this and well the yeah. reason is because of the spontaneity of it that's like the whole part of this also shtick. nobody can tell chris what to do so hell yeah if I you like tried that. if you tried you would fail and and hey man sometimes people probably should tell me what to do but that's another that's another different <laughs> that's a podcast. whole different podcast get, you can come back on for the mishaps of my life if you want yeah we're gonna start yeah, a therapy I podcast be a guest for that episode cool well, be a guest for that episode. <laughs> yeah perfect, perfect so so with that being said i think it's fun because i i think of myself as certain ways as an artist and so i always kind of like feel like it's a good way to gauge where where the person's head's at like sort of like get a peek behind the curtain if, if we haven't done that enough on this podcast i think this really cracks that egg you know so uh, ask the man so with that being said, like if you had to pick one word to to define yourself as an artist, as a creator, and then of course we're gonna let you elaborate on it afterwards, because that would be absurd if we didn't. That would but... be so mean if we were like oh, pick God. one word and no others. But is there like is there a word that comes to mind? And and don't think about like how is this gonna make me sound like this is just how you feel in your heart. Yeah, you know, that's we've what had, we want. We've had some wild answers. We've had some like obvious answers. We've had answers all over the place. You get one word, and then you say why you picked that word. Yeah. One word that describes me as an artist, in my opinion. Yeah, yes. like how would you describe yourself? To Take someone? your time as like, long what as it's this, not a lot of time. Like, what does this passion mean to you? You know, like what 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 can you put that pin on? So it has to be literal, or can it? Or can, it can, be, can it be any one word to describe you that you yeah, honestly, you want, and then you can tell us why you picked it. Yeah. The the the. the, the <laughs> I have a word that comes to mind, but it doesn't really make any sense. It's just in well, my yeah. head. It just it just seems it just seems like the right word. If that if it's the right word, then it is the right word. I don't so ha- I don't have an explanation. Then just I don't say have it. An explanation. That's fine because this sounds like a great say radio it. answer. Uh, <laughs> okay, purple. 
purple okay. and I, I have to ask just because it's the format even if you don't have an answer i just have to like yeah. people yeah, are yeah, kind of yeah. like we're like kind of training the people to like get used to like the structure it's a whole podcasting analytics thing i can tell you about it off air but like okay. so uh what does why, why the color purple like like why do you say um, that if you don't have an answer that's fine i, just, I, I had to do it i can give you the answer if you don't have one it's like i really don't have a specific answer i, I just in in my head like if i start to see stuff from, like if I if I disassociate and like I start to see myself from an outsider's perspective writing songs or something, that's just the tint of 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 the view. I don't know. Right. I can't. Well, t- let me hit you with this. You let me know if this this helps. Purple combines the calm stability of blue and the fierce energy of red. The color purple is often associated with royalty, nobility, luxury, power, and ambition. Purple I, I mean, also represents royal- meanings of wealth, extravagance, creativity. Wisdom, dignity, grandeur, devotion. I feel like they're just peace, throwing words out at this pride, point. Pride, <laughs> mystery, independence, and magic. You know, sometimes I think I'm smarter than I give myself credit for, you know? I mean, that was pretty much you to that, a T based on yeah, this past exactly. hour no, I've that, spent that, with you. You just described me. You just described every bit of me. They could just change uh, the name, you know, the color purple to just Corey. Purple. Yeah, or Prince. Yeah. Just like, look at that shade of Corey over there. You might be onto something. Yeah, I just re- I feel like if I've been super manic or impulsive on this podcast, it's because I've had to piss this entire time. No, it's because you're purple, dude. It's just part of the territory. <laughs> That's I'm fine. Just, I feel like I'm if I have I'm realizing now that I've had to pee. Well, we I've did. I've had to pee for an hour, but I haven't realized until right now. Listen, we started this episode with a trademarked quick sip, so that's on us. Yeah, that and, was it. And also, if this podcast hasn't felt super manic or distorted, then we're not doing our job. True. Just so dude, you know. So right. We don't yes. want structure. I like the manic ones. Those are my favorite ones. Hell yeah, man. Well, listen, True. dude, we, we hope you enjoyed your time with us today. I, I know. Hey, that... I really, really genuinely did. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. And I'm going to take the, the host hat off. Dude, it was fucking great chatting with you, dude. This was, this was a fun time. All right. Well, then for I'll real. put the host hat on You can on notice the timbre quick. in my voice drop, right? That shows that it's... <laughs> yeah. I'll put the host hat on real quick. <laughs> hey, man, before we let you go, can you just let us know where we can find everything that has to do with you and the band? And what we can oh, expect, yeah, dude. And what we can expect yeah. coming down the pipeline? Uh, wow, this hat does not fit me. No, Instagram, doesn't. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, if you type Prince Daddy, and I'm sure it'll pop up. Um, I'm sure it will too. I really uh, hope it does. Who else has that handle? I'm gonna be. You know, you kind of got the monopoly there, and, and hats off to you for finding that one. That is a uh, hell yeah, host, baby. Host hats off easiest, to you. The easiest name to Google. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, listen to Cosmic Thrill Seekers. I guess I like that record. I'm proud of it. Uh, come to our shows, and I don't know when this episode's coming out, but it's gonna come out in about forward. two weeks. So. Okay, so that's right before we go on tour. So perfect. Uh, we're perfect. going on tour with Oso Oso and Just Friends and Max Seal, the engineer. Sweet. And we're doing the whole country, some Canada dates. Uh, buy a ticket, come jump around, jump off the stage. And and, sing your, with- and your drummer has an album coming out in April. And that is very true. That is very true. Yes. And we're still waiting for Just Friends' manager to get back to us. The, the the bass player of the band said he would do the chat, but we haven't heard from him. So if you could do Kevin? your boys a favor, that'd be cool. <laughs> Wait, the bass player? Uh, yeah, he said that he would come Kevin? on the pod. Yeah, but then the managers Kevin's get involved, fan. and that's when it sort of deteriorates all the time. Down by the docks, Kev. I know him all too well. But Dude, I think get our him, fan get him away really from like the docks and on the, the show. show. Down yeah. by the docks, Kev. Yeah, but I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I would never want you to put your professional relationship on the line for us. I mean, I could text them and be like, yo. These, I mean, listen, we will ask you to put your personal relationship on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Honestly, we would appreciate that. And also, yeah. we would appreciate you signing off this podcast by telling the people what song you want them to hear. Yes. Uh, Preferably one of your songs. Preferably. Oh, okay. Honestly, I wasn't going to say one of my songs, so thank you for clarifying. Uh, <laughs> oh, cool. Because we wouldn't be to, able to play another person. So. Listen to... Um, um, if you're a first time listener of our band, I'd say, I guess, listen to Lauren. I, I, that's a bouncy song. You can bounce to that one. Yeah. Cool. Listen to Lauren by Prince saying the hyena on Cosmic Thrill Seekers. Hell yeah, baby. Fucking yeah. Corey's going to have to send me that MP3. Guys, this is Lauren <laughs> by Prince Daddy and the hyena on Talking with Andrew and Chris. Thanks. Have a good one.
got this. <laughs> well, then, well, then, hey, thank you for your patience with us. <laughs> no, no, yeah, totally. And, uh, just so you I know, was fully ever... convinced this was my fault, so yeah, we're good. And if, if you ever start like a Prince Daddy podcast, always get a backup cable. Yeah. Uh, always you know, that, that, was, that might have been our issue here. Which is also yeah. part of Jay-Z's uh, life advice. Don't buy it if you can't afford to buy it twice. Wow, that's that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's so fuck. take it. A, um, so take it a step further and just buy two of them. Also, did you just <laughs> got the cable? Is that what you just did? Oh yeah. yeah, we swapped that cable out, and now you are uh, you're crystal clear, as they like okay. to say. Yeah, I didn't change anything, so that's that's great. I'm feeling good about myself right now. Hey man, listen, I, <laughs> I feel I, think, um, I feel good about it too because I really had nothing else to offer as far as a fix. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think that the uncompromising nature of you not willing to change anything is is kind of what makes your band special. How I lame was... of how lame of a podcast intro is that? <laughs> wow, dude, I mean this really just speaks to the uniqueness of your guys' group and how you can just overcome adversity in the face of genres. No, but um so for real man, we're rolling right now by the way. I hope that's cool oh, wait, with you. Wait, uh shit, fuck. I I'm going to start the uh I didn't start the reason track. Oh. Well, I, I, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it this is really, it doesn't you know matter. What? I'm just going to I'm just going to stop.